Hey everybody, I'm Keisha and I'm Laurie and we're the Gospel, Gospel Twins. Twins. So today on Christian Say What, we're talking about dating in the church versus dating in the world. Now ladies and gents, there's a lot to be said about dating in the church versus the world. You know, we've actually had a lot of experience in the worldly aspect of yes. dating and we definitely want to talk on our our expertise on it, to be honest. <laughs> now that we've come to Christ, of course, we simmered ourselves down. But I think that talking on these things might help people going through that transition of life from, you know, the world into the church and how things may be once they get there. Because to be honest, when we came into the church, we thought things would be similar. But we realized like it's a whole different world, a whole different ball game. So it kind of took us by surprise, but in a good way yeah. at the end of the day. So... First of all, what was it like dating in the world? Mm-hmm. What was it like for you, La? Honestly, dating in the world, initially, you know, I thought it was fun. You get to go on different dates, you know, you get to see what's out there. They always say plenty of fish. Um, so at that time in my life, before really coming back to Christ, that was the social thing to do, to date around and, and you know, and when we say dating, we mean literally just going out for dinner, getting to know guys, you know, things like that. Um, so that was the fun thing to do at the time, you know, so for dating the world, it was a lot of that kind of fast paced things. And, you know, you link up with someone, you go here and, you know, things like that. What about you, Kels? Yeah, definitely more of a social uh, activity, um, just trying to, trying to pass time and you can try and look for a man and a relationship and those kind of things. But mm-hmm. I think for us at that stage and at that level, we were more kind of just doing it as a social thing. Yeah. You know, we wanted to get out on the town. We try and link up for a date, yeah. really and truly. And that's yeah. kind of how it was for us in the world. Um, but one of the things that I remember in the world was, like, guys would always pursue. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't really much of us kind of, like, instigating or yeah. seeking and trying to get them. It was more like clockwork. They were definitely about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was legit Hunger Games. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, whenever we'd go somewhere... What we found in our experience was the men would actually approach the woman and, you know, they'd say, hey, how are you? What's up? You know, and then you say your two cents back and things and then you would see if you want to give the number or not, you know. Um, So that was more of how it was in the world and how we felt the men would approach women first. You know, there was times where, you know, there were some ladies who were about it. And, and, you know, I can't lie. There were times where I would just approach a man myself if he was like a fine guy, you know, and I was like, you let me come say hi to you because I don't even know. You know what I mean? But. (laughs) Um, I think majority of the time I found that it was men pursuing women. Yeah, definitely. Um, especially in the clubs, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we just lick our lips and we're showing that we're thirsty for yeah. a drink and two twos a drink was there, you know? And I mean, let's be real. It's not even like we're bragging on these things. Like we found Christ now. We're thankful. Hallelujah to the Lord on high that we are not thirsty girls anymore. But at that time, that was the thing that we were taught by society is to be like that. You know, yeah. like you go to the club and your your main goal is to get drinks. You know what I mean? And you feel nice because somebody's buying you things. So I think at that time in our life, that was really what was it was about. You know what I mean? And again, I think with that worldly perspective, again, it was more like getting the free meals or mm-hmm. getting the free drinks and getting into the club free and mm-hmm. too much all freeness. these things. <laughs> <laughs> too much freeness, yeah? Too much freeness mm-hmm. indeed. It was all we were trying to do was see how far we could push the envelope, really. Yeah. And in the world, it... You know, they make it so easy for you to do that, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because, oh. like, again, like, 
we didn't have to do much and like mm-hmm. guys were kind of just really trying to pursue and i get that that's their worldly mindset because at the end of the day all they wanted was one thing so exactly but because we knew we weren't going to that level it kind of was like Meh, yeah i'll entertain it for a bit because i know myself i'm not doing all of that exactly and that actually is another thing that i noticed dating in the world a lot of the men were really just trying to pursue women for sexual motives mm-hmm. there wasn't much genuine relationship between a man and a woman it was more so like hey let me try and chat to this girl to see if i can get some you know and that was the reality of it um so it was actually a lot more different than what we thought would be anyways like when we were going out and going on dates when we first started dating we realized like real soon especially coming to toronto Mm -hmm. that it was really a it was a really a hunger game and i'm going to use that as my strategy like as my word (laughs) of the day like it was a serious thing, like survival of the fittest, you know? And you had to have that kind of street smarts to know, like, hey, you're going on a date with this guy. You need mm-hmm. to be smart because he mm-hmm. may try a ting, you know what I mean? So you got to almost have an exit strategy. So mm-hmm. I think that was one thing I noticed in the worldly dating was just, you know what I mean? Like, just trying to be more wise with who I would date just in case they came with other motives. Exactly. And definitely you guys were about that one thing. Um, and I think, too, again, it was the environment that we were in, like, you're in the clubs meeting these people, you're wherever at a party, on a boat, whatever it may be, that's mm-hmm. where you're most likely meeting these people on Tinder yeah. and all these other apps that we were using at the time, again, to kind of have that quick rotation type thing. So to us, it was like we knew what we were getting into, but again, for the free food aspect, <laughs> we were willing to try a thing and try and work that to see how far we could get with it, you know? Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And the worst part is too, like, after the one date, the guy knows what it is. We know what it is. Like, because yeah. if we're not putting out, then they're not gonna support a second date. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you really had to kind of be strategic, and we really had to kind of maneuver in a sense to yeah. get what we wanted out of it without giving them fully what they wanted out of it. Exactly. And this goes again to the whole worldly perspective and mm-hmm. what we noticed in ourselves after we got saved was that we were going in wild yeah, like acting a fool to the hundred because you feel live like oh you know what i got so-and-so to take me on a date mm-hmm. we went to this expensive restaurant you know what i mean like it's almost like what you what they did on the date like for example taking you to a nice restaurant mm-hmm. you know spending a lot of money you know whether the date had two parts or three parts like you know dinner then you also go to the lake and you might do something at the lakefront or lake shore area you know what i mean like the more the effort they put into it the more as a female, we felt more like we did something big. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we accomplished something because a guy yes. had spent so much on us that day. Yeah. And that was that mentality when we were in the world. Like this is, that was our standards. You know what I mean? To show us if we were doing good or not exactly. dating wise. Exactly. And like, again, that was kind of the worldly perspective. It was more so about me, me, me. Exactly. Versus, you know, actually genuinely dating yeah. to try and see like, is this guy... You know, dating material, mm-hmm. can I see anything happening from this situation? It was mm-hmm. really more just like, how many, you know? Exactly. Can I get for free, like mm-hmm. a tally? Exactly. Like a game show. Mm-hmm. But, and it was selfishness, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, 100% hands down. It was selfishness, you know? Like, you, it wasn't like you were dating to even know the person at all. Like Keisha's saying, like, it was more so to get whatever you wanted was it dinner was it a movie were you bored did you want to just chill you know what i'm saying like did you want to feel a little bit like you know like feel wanted you basically it was more so like we were basically just dating to like feel good Mm -hmm. in the world and that's Mm -hmm. one thing that we really reflected on and realized that we were doing that a lot you know yeah 
But ever since we came to Christ and we have to make mm-hmm. up God at the end yes, of the day. Yes, hallelujah. Because he saved us, sanctified mm-hmm. us, renewed us yes. with the Holy Ghost. And washed us <laughs> clean with his blood. So we so, give praise to him on that note. 100%. But coming to the church now, mm-hmm. was it still a ball game in itself? But on a different level. On a different field with a different <laughs> puck. You know what I'm saying? Like with a different ball. Everything was different. Different was referee, just a whole different everything. Game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But... I feel like what we've kind of seen and throughout, because we've been in the church now for about three years, and what we've seen from guys and girls is that, first of all, there's girls that are definitely pursuing guys Mm -hmm. in some of the churches that we've been in. Yeah. And that was a little bit shocking to us, because we were used to the world where the guys were pursuing us, and we didn't really have to do much, but in the church, we were realizing, like, some guys are serious about their life. So the girls actually felt like they had to pursue the guy because he was about his Christ walk, you know? He Mm -hmm. wasn't really seeking girls like in the world where we're expecting these things. They were more kind of a little bit on a focus level. So we saw like a lot of the girls actually were trying to pursue guys. And Mm -hmm. that to me came as a shock because I was like, okay. And I think like initially when we came into the church, you know, like coming back, we, we were raised in the church. And then kind of went out into the into the world and did our things and then came back into the church. What we kind of came back as is like trying to be like straight, like, you know, righteous. We're trying to be on point, you know, so Thinking we were that's even, what we had to do, which know? is really and truly we had to simmer down ourselves anyway. So it, it needed to be done. You know what I mean? But it was more so like we weren't even trying to look upon men or anything. But as we now spent more time in the church and we realized that like some of these guys were doing the same thing, trying to get their life straight. And I think the girls would find, like, some females, you know what I mean, would find that so attractive. Like, yo, I need to date so-and-so because he's on point. He reads his Bible. He comes to church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. And he's about Christ. You know what I mean? So I need a man who's going to be a father like that. So I think that's maybe one of the reasons why we kind of noticed that the women were about it. Um, There's, of course, men who also come to the church. And they're still the same way as they were before. They're still trying to chat to a girl and look a girl and, you know, trying to try to think, you know? Um, so I would say that there was still a percentage of men who would pursue women, but it wasn't as much. And I kind of feel as though sometimes those men weren't as serious. Mm-hmm. At least that's from our experience. Mm-hmm. And then you get the, the flip side to that where there are guys that are serious and genuinely waiting for God to be yeah. like, yo, now you can go talk to so-and-so mm-hmm. or now pursue this one. You know, who are actually trying to walk and hear from the Lord and see who they should be actually pursuing. Because mm-hmm. some girls in the church aren't about it either, you know. Just because mm-hmm. when you get saved, you get Christ, you know, in your mm-hmm. heart. But it's still a process to work on you to uproot all those things and habits yeah. that we had from in the world. So if you're not careful, you can still kind of go on in those ways when really you should be trying to like uproot those feelings of want like on fleshliness yeah mm-hmm. fleshliness is the perfect word because i'm trying to think like there was feelings you know what i mean of that course. you have to uproot exactly and it really does come down to your flesh because again that feeling of oh i want to feel wanted or i want to feel like you know i'm Love, pretty yeah. or i want to feel mm-hmm. this like we get all those things when we accept christ like he loves us we're worthy yeah. we don't need to prove ourselves mm-hmm. but i think sometimes coming into it we still kind of have that mentality mm-hmm. so us females might still kind of be dressing a certain way or doing the most in the church you know trying to get that attention when really you know we kind of have to like simmer ourselves down you know Mm -hmm. so i think you get 
the guys in the world and girls in the world that kind of still, when they come to Christ, act that way. Yeah. And then you get people who are about it, about it, like not even looking at girls, not even looking at guys, mm-hmm. you know, really trying to focus on the journey. So it's kind yeah. of a hard, hard thing to to battle because at the end of the day, like when there, that time comes when you are ready to pursue somebody, mm-hmm. now we got to be like, okay, Lord, like I'm not trying to approach the guy, so can you help send him to yeah. me? You know, it's more of like now really trying to dial back and wait mm-hmm. on god essentially to send you that person because mm-hmm. you can't just walk up to the in like as we would in the world mm-hmm. and say hey you know you're cute whatever whatever mm-hmm. like you have to kind of still you know be wise in the in the field you know like ruth mm-hmm. and boaz exactly exactly so that was one thing that we noticed coming into the church now that things had slowed down you know what i mean like for example going on a date in the world you know the guy will maybe talk to you online or whatever or come get your number outside socially and then that same night you could be going on a date Mm -hmm. you might not even know him but Mm -hmm. it was one of those things you know what i mean in the church even if you do like someone or someone likes you it's such a different process Mm -hmm. um you know we know some churches where they do courtship and they would bring it to the pastor or bring it to you know a leader spiritual father and then from there try and kind of work something out where they can maybe pursue the woman other churches it's kind of more so like everyone's kind of almost like those dances in high school like all the girls are here all the guys are there and you kind of have to see if somebody makes a move or if anything maybe not makes a move you know what i mean so it's kind of almost like a slow tangle and i think sometimes a not tangle tango because you're kind of waiting on god to orchestrate the whole thing you know like a chess game so you're doing your thing he's doing his thing you're serving he's serving you see each other okay cool cool But you want God to make the ultimate move and say, listen, go talk to John Brown or let John Brown come chat to you, you know? So I found that dating in the church was a lot slower. You may go on a small coffee date versus trying to go, I don't know, you know what I mean, to some fancy restaurant right (laughs) away. It's more of a a little walk or something lighter, I would say, and more daytime versus nighttime things, you know? That is so true. And I like how you touched on that, like with the whole time frame being slower. Mm -hmm. But I think too, like even as you mentioned us serving in the church and guys serving in the church, you actually kind of get to know the person before you even think about dating. You know what I mean? Like you're serving on the welcome team. They're serving Mm -hmm. on the welcome team. You know, you see how they interact with the guests and you see how they treat people and then how they act. And you're like, okay, this guy actually seems like a nice guy. And Mm -hmm. you kind of can see them without having to approach them, if that makes sense. You know, because you're seeing the way they're serving, you're seeing what they're doing. And you're like, okay, you're starting to pick up on characteristics from that person. Mm -hmm. And then if they approach you, you already know, okay, like I actually seen his character. He seems like a nice guy. I will go on a date with him because mm-hmm. I've seen X, Y, Z yeah. versus, you know, having no background. You're just trying to get food, you know? Yeah. Now you're like, okay, like, let me actually see what this person's about. Mm-hmm. So I do like the slower aspect in the sense where you can genuinely get to know somebody yeah. before anything pops off. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, it's a good way to make friends. Like, we've met a lot of friends throughout yeah. the church, and mm-hmm. that was something we actually kind of didn't really have in the world 100%. Like, you have your click and you have your select few, but... It's not on a grand scale where, like, in the church you can actually say, like, oh, I have a Bible study group where, you know, I have seven or eight or ten people that now I connect with on a weekly basis, you know? So, Mm -hmm. church is more social than you would realize. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of things and a lot of functions that happen that you can actually get to know people. And it's, it's it's a better way to socialize with people because you are getting onto that deeper level, like Keisha's saying, you know what I mean? And, And you actually get to see truly who these people are you know and you get to actually see how it really is to be christ-like so it's a great way to actually grow 
spiritually if, if that's really what you're going for as a new christian or old christian just trying to get closer to god the best way is to serve and get connected with other people who are like-minded you know um i think that's a good point another thing that i actually wanted to talk about though was even though some relationships in the church were slower there were some that were actually quite fast do you know what i mean like there were some people who actually like would just meet the person and boom i know that's my man he knows that's his wife you know what i mean and they would get married like a month two months Mm -hmm. like just like that clockwork you know what i mean so it's one of those things where i don't want to deter people and be like yo if you're going to date in the church it's going to take forever five years no like god can do it for you he does it for everybody a different way Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's one of those things where it all depends on what god's plan is for you and he really knows the best plan for you and he knows the best purpose so i think trusting in god whether it's patience or whether, you know what I mean, it's trust or faith, whatever it is that God wants to work in you, allow him to do that in your season. You know what I mean? And just come to church for come to church, not for men. You know what I mean? A look at men. <laughs> and I think one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. Yes. And that is huge when it comes to dating in the church. And like, again, we witness this. Mm-hmm. We see guys that aren't chasing girls and yeah. aren't always wanting sex. And, you know, even mm-hmm. with us, like, Coming into coming into the church from the world, like yeah. there was things we had to fight. We had to mm-hmm. fight off lust. Yeah, we had to fight off feelings too. Because at yeah. the end of the day, it's not just one sided. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. wants something, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things where we had to learn self control. Yeah, and it's a huge factor when mm-hmm. it comes to dating in the church because you can't just let your flesh run you. Yeah, you really want to be slow to speak. You know, mm-hmm. slow to act. Yeah. And really take time and be wise in your decisions and, and what you're trying to do, you know? Exactly. And allowing God to really lead your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's so amazing. And we've mm-hmm. seen him moving in our life mm-hmm. and how he's working in our lives and where he's moving us and maneuvering us. So we're not trying to rush ahead of him. We're not trying to do yeah. the most because we know that at the end of the day, like he has that man in store for us. Um, yes. But it is cool to see like the dating in the church mm-hmm. aspect and like witnessing our friends and talking about it and yeah. things like that because there's so many ways you know God can exactly. do things and just seeing the different ways mm-hmm. um, is awesome you know mm-hmm. but compared to the world it definitely was an eye opener for us like oh, yes. hit us like a ton of bricks like Whoa. and we know a couple of people it's a, it's a little bit of a struggle that transition you know what I mean and that's why we're saying it's so important to like make sure you connect rather than like focusing on the relationship between man and woman. Also getting a relationship with other, like, you know, women and other friends and, again, like, having, like, that mature person to look up to because there would be people struggling where it's, like, I just came from the world where, like, dating was, like, easier and faster, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean, like, that microwave dating, and then coming into the church where it's, like, you still want to get to know the opposite sex, but it's kind of harder because no one's even really saying anything, you know, so some people get a little bit frustrated, but I think in that, in that situation and for those who may be feeling that way it could be god just saying like just take a break and i'll deal with it like i'll hook you up don't you worry you know what i'm saying like god is the one who really and truly knows who's best for who versus us ourselves trying to like make it go faster and trying to like connect on a deeper level with someone who's not there yet you know what i mean so sometimes god will save you from a mistake or save you from a situation that could bring you into a dark place in the future or even out of the church yeah and i think that's a great point that you bring up because we think we know best sometimes. Yeah. And in the world, again, we were doing things for our own selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. I want food, so I'm going on a date. Or mm-hmm. I want to feel this, so I'm going here. I want to go out tonight, so I'm doing X, Y, Z. Yep. So it really was about me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. Nobody to answer to. Nobody to say boo-hoo. You know, we really got to do whatever we needed to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the church, again, you really want to be led by God and led yeah. by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. 
in what you're trying to do, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that in itself is such a huge transition yeah. before you even get to the dating. It's like mm-hmm. giving up, you know, your will and allowing God's will to be the one to lead you. Um, so again, it's it's definitely a daily walk in yeah. a sense of, you know, trying to find that balance because at the end of the day, we are still in the world. We're all still living in the world. You see cute guys in the world and you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's kind of hard. You can't shut off your eyes, you know? But I think it's that whole just really trying to be slow in how we react to the situations. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, guys still approach us now. Like, you know, you know, we just have to be honest and be real and be like, you yeah. know what, in my stage of life right now, I'm actually not really looking for that because mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, you know. Um, but you have to, you still will come across these situations. Yeah. So it's not like we can dismiss it or we can't address it. You now just have to kind of figure out a way to approach the situations, you know. Exactly. And the more closer you get to the Holy Spirit, the more you'll be able to hear him and understand like, where, where he wants you to go. Does he want you to talk to this person or not? Does he want you just to chill, be single, and just meditate in that season for a little bit or not? You know what I mean? So I think the more you grow with Christ and the word of God, the more he will actually direct you when it comes to dating. Mm-hmm. And like when we read the Bible, that's really what God did the most, like in the sense of hooking people up. You know what I mean? Like he was always the one to orchestrate who would be with who. And, and he will also listen to your desires of your heart. You know, so if you really want John Brown, and that's what I'm going to use for now. If you really want John Brown, God will really help help you to see, like, if it's the right one or not. And he'll listen to your prayers, you know what I mean? But if John Brown's really going to lead you into a path of destruction, you know, God's going to really try and give you those red flags, those warning signs to save you from that situation. However, God has blessed us with choice. And God has blessed us with the free will through Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things, like, we can make our own decisions, whether God help, like tells us or not. The, the question is, are you actually listening to your Lord or are you now listening to your flesh? Is it the Holy Spirit guiding you or is it your own you know, soul and your own mindset guiding you? That's the biggest debate, you know what I mean? So I would say more so just trying to lean into God's word. If you really are seeking a man or if you're really seeking a woman of God, a true person of God, then you have to be one of yourself, you know what I mean? So that you can hear the Lord. And that's a great point, yeah. working on yourself. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we are thankful for God, yeah. you know, and that yeah. he's led us to this place right now where we can kind of decipher and see the two. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, like I said, we're just on this walk, um, still moving through the motions and figuring it out. But it is nice to see how God has used people in the church to yeah. even encourage us because... Like Laurie was saying, like we've seen a lot of couples mm-hmm. come together in the church since we've been there. Yeah. And like hearing their testimony, hearing their story of how God has put them together is mm-hmm. so amazing. And like we can see the fruits yeah. of the marriage and mm-hmm. how why God put them together and you know how their ministries are moving, yeah. even just in a small way. Yeah. So that's something that we look forward to and we mm-hmm. want to encourage people listening right now. Yes. Like God has a great and marvelous plan for you, a plan to prosper you Mm -hmm. and not to harm you. So we know and we are encouraged and we want to encourage you to, you know, keep keep going and keep walking in faith because God will do it for you. Exactly. A hundred percent. So we're excited for when our time comes. Exactly. (laughs) And we're just reminding ourselves constantly, like, patience is a virtue. You know what I mean? Like, we hear it all the time, but let's be real. If we actually have patience in God... And we actually wait upon the Lord. He will continue to renew us. He will continue to grow us. And he will continue to get us prepared for when it's time for having a child or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? If you're having tree pitney, you're having three kids, your patience needs to be on a whole nother level. 
right? So God will work on you in certain seasons to prepare you for the future and mm-hmm. what's to come because he sees all. He is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. So I think it's one of those things where we're just trying to continue to lean on the word, lean on the fact that our God is a God who knows what's best for us and he, he has our back. He knows you want a husband. He knows you want a man. You know what I mean? It's one of those things like he, he created it that way. You know what I'm saying? So we just trust in him, trust his plan and know that he'll be doing big things. So we leave you guys on that note of yes. encouragement, trust in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And we just want to say, you know, we love you guys and we're excited for this yes. journey with everybody. Um, we encourage you guys to follow us on our social media yes. platforms. So Instagram at Gospel Twins, mm-hmm. Facebook Gospel Twins, YouTube Gospel Twins. Um, stay connected, comment, like, subscribe, mm-hmm. share your thoughts, share your questions, share yes. your testimonies, experiences. How was dating for the world for you? How was dating in the church for you? We yeah. want to hear it. We'll definitely discuss it as the weeks come because um, we're excited and we're interested to see what you guys have to say because we exactly. know that everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the story, you know, that one dating experience that, exactly. you know, could have went so left. So we want to hear from you guys. Yes. And yeah, we're thankful for you guys. A hundred percent. So we love y'all. Let God just continue to be in your life. Let him lead your path. You know what I mean? We're going to say a prayer for you guys right now before we leave. So Heavenly Father, first and foremost, you're awesome, you're amazing, and we give you praise. We lift you up because we know you are the true and living God. So we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, and we thank you for allowing us to have eternal life. In this moment, dear God, we want to pray over those who are dating, dear God. We want to pray over those who are your children. Help and guide them continually. Give them those words of wisdom so that they can make right decisions and be the righteous people you've called them to be. So, Father God, we love you and we thank you. Above all, remind them to seek you first, that you are the only one who can fill any hole that they have in their heart before they even link up with a wife or a husband. So we thank you, we bless you, and we love you. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, amen. Amen. Take care, guys. Stay blessed. See you guys.